Alright, mate, it's me, Vegeta, the, the, the rude boy of the Z-Boys, he rock steady all the way through the Tournament of Power. You're listening to uh, WBOS, uh, oh, it's Born Out Super, Vegeta here, uh, Summer Jams, keep them rocking steady. This is Seether, coming up next. Non-stop stairway to heaven, heaven, uh, heaven, heaven, heaven. <laughs> All right, folks, it's uh, 6.38 in the morning. We're going to head over to the Dragon Radar to see what your weather is like for drive time. <laughs> Bulma, what are we looking at? Hi, I'm at the chopper here at the traffic cam. Looks like we got backups on the 405 all the way to Dragon Way. Oh, man. Okay, well, well you're sitting there. Maybe thinking about a way out. Why don't you rock out to Stairway to Heaven? <laughs> <laughs> it's just Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> 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 just, there All right. We- Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond, and with me, as always, are my co hosts, Katie Rose Leon. It's so good to be starting my moon times here in the anime room. <laughs> and Alex Patak. I am the Shogun. I am the Shogun of where I live now, which is Japan. <laughs> Here's a great question for the group. Is Alex coming back? I don't know. I have so many responsibilities now. The health and wealth of the Shogunate and my many samurai warriors. I don't know. He's so loud and tall. I could totally see him accidentally becoming a reality TV show star in like a span of two weeks. Yeah. He's like, I can't come back. I wore a banana suit to the sushi restaurant, and now I have a record contract. Yeah, now his whole career is just wearing the banana costume to various, like, uh, Japanese landmarks. It's me. I'm hosting a show. Marty Freeman did the uh, opening (laughs) soundtrack. Anyways, uh, filling in for Alex once again... Max Ogle. Yo, what up, y'all? It's uh, young AOC in the building. Um, uh, you know, just chilling here with uh, my homies, uh, chilling in Grand the Rapids. anime room. Uh, I'm just chilling in Satan City. In Satan City. Uh, universal basic income. <laughs> Uh, I am a district attorney. I'm just, I want to, I want to combine, I want to do like a fusion dance of all the shitty primary candidates. Cause that's the only way they're going to win is if like Andrew Yang puts on the Potaro with Kamala Harris and, uh, they become one centrist nightmare. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they give you money to get out of jail. <laughs> How about get out of jail free? How about get out of jail paid? <laughs> and our guest this week. Comedian, writer, podcaster, soda stream enthusiast. Soda stream enthusiast. Uh, I did not know what their politics were. <laughs> I didn't know, but I love their products. Co host of our sister podcast, Pod Minutes to Cast Night, Lucy Steiner. Hello, guys. Hey. Thank you for sharing your weird cartoons with me. <laughs> You know, I used to watch this show a little bit when I was a kid, and it made total sense to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now I'm realizing, like, you can only understand it when you're a child and your brain is filled with acid. 
And now I'm looking at I'm just like a grandma. I'm like, what's happening? Do you think it's like, um, you ever like try to revisit an old candy that you really liked when you were a kid <laughs> and you taste it and you're just like, what the fuck? Yes. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. those, um, those like insane sour like drops. Yes, yeah. yeah, warheads. Warheads just like that's rip a, your face apart. That's, now that's it like, literally left a burn on my tongue, and I was like, <laughs> "Who is this for?" Dude, that was uh, that's so funny that everyone in the room was like, "Yeah, warheads." <laughs> <laughs> like I was gonna go warheads, Katie. Would, I love it because like when you're a kid, there's nothing bad in your life, so you're just like every sensation is cool. You're like, "This is pain." <laughs> I'm in pain. I'm wondering now, and this is thematically appropriate to, for our show, how many people can directly link an interest in BDSM to daring each other to use warheads on the playground? To use oh. warheads? <laughs> no, because I remember on like the, the playground, you'd be like, how long can you like keep like sour shit on your right, tongue? Right, right, yeah. And yeah. like how much of it? And like I was winning that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And I have problems. <laughs> when I was a when I was a kid, I used to suck my thumbs, and so my mom got this like cayenne pepper, sour, terrible shit, and like uh-huh. painted my thumbnails with it. But then I just started sucking a love for it. I like I would just like put it on my tongue and be like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> gross. So anyway, now I'm really into finger binding. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Lucy, we kind of already have gotten into it a little bit, but yeah. we like to start the podcast off. I talk to our guests about Dragon Ball and anime and what your experience with them are. Uh, so you said you watched a little bit of Dragon Ball when you were a kid. Yes. I I have a lot of questions, uh-huh. but I'm going to leave that for a second. The only, yeah, we'll get to a recap yeah, later and we'll, we'll do... The only memory I have distinctly of watching Dragon Ball Z, I remember battles vaguely. Uh-huh. But the only memory I really have of Dragon Ball Z is this one scene. It's like an unusual episode. It's like almost like a shopping montage with mm. Vegeta. And he gets a pink shirt. Yes. And he yes. eats a lot of rice. Uh-huh. Yes. And I remember watching that and feeling like, this is kind of chill what they're doing with Vegeta. <laughs> I like it. When I was a kid, I really liked it when like uh, unlikely people became friends. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Oh. So uh, Vegeta was like... Uh, it, it, that stuck with me a lot, but I don't remember anything else. Plot, I mean, loungewear Vegeta was a iconic look. Yeah, yeah. it's I have uh, I have a toy of it over there. Badman. I have the Badman shirt. Um, That's wrong. Um, yeah. Do you I have lo- other examples of of like unlikely friendships you liked? <laughs> um, like I liked. Uh, I really dug that uh, Disney movie, The Color of Friendship. Yo, <laughs> no. it was that the corniest, yeah. like lamest. <laughs> Like centrist liberal commentary on apartheid, (laughs) (laughs) but the little girls had a shopping montage, and I really liked that when I was a kid. Wait, can can you explain the plot of the movie? Because I is it is it that like one's South African and she like she comes over as an exchange student and explains apartheid to everybody? Yeah, so movie. Yeah, so the South. (laughs) It's like the big shock in the movie is that the South African girl is white. And the American girl is black. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the record scratch moment. Oh, and then man. like the little white girl like 
looks at the cover of Roots and she's not racist anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. I think I do remember this yeah. movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, speaking of the color of friendship, though, yeah. can we take a moment to just admire that motherfucking sunset, y'all? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Jesus Christ. I feel I, like that sunset is like cleansing my soul from watching the Zizek Peterson debate. <laughs> oh, my God. Which now my computer is broken from punches. In a debate between Zizek and Peterson, all women with male friends lose. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to hear about it for the rest of our lives. Uh, I don't, like, I don't care, everybody. <laughs> I don't. Um, um, but speaking of the centrist liberal yeah. uh, fantasy, I was just talking about this on our Discord, and I really wanted to talk about it again because it's the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. Uh, you know, um, I think it's either Radiolab or This American Life, mm. and they did this whole piece about uh, like uh, gondoliers in Venice, right? Yes. And how it's this like <sighs> super male dominated industry, you know, <laughs> like it's only men and it's always only been men, and it's like passed down from father to son to be a gondolier. And then they're like, but then out of nowhere and like this is in like radio lab style like but then what happens a woman decides to be a gondolier <laughs> and they make this whole big thing out of like how it's like this woman is becoming a gondolier and she's standing up to to all these men who are who are like trying to keep her from being a gondolier and they like keep talking about like the social impact of this first woman gondolier and then at the end of the episode they finally get to interview this person and it turns out they've just been misgendering a trans man the whole time oh, oh. my Fucking God. I know. It's just like the most amazing, like, centrist liberal self-own I've ever seen in oh my, my life. Oh, my God. Oof. <laughs> I just, I get so much joy just imagining how much that journalist was sweating. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do they, uh, do they have like a sound effects board on NPR where it's like, wop, 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 ay, ay, ay. Then like Jad Aberron's like, well, we learned a lot. And like what the older guy's like, yeah, we really Polish. think about it. <laughs> He's the New York one. City is misgendered as a city because it's really more of a state of mind. <laughs> Is religion, but math. <laughs> this is radio. <laughs> I love that. Like that show is always like uh, Abenrod is always the one who's like uh, like really deeply curious about stuff, and he wants to know what's going on. And, and and we wondered, you know, why were all these gondoliers all men? And then the end is always Robert Colwich with just like the dumbest take on everything that you could possibly have. You're right. It's just like, and we found out gondoliers are just math. <laughs> What if science was a feeling? <laughs> anyway, sorry, Lucy. Yeah, sorry, have, Lucy. Let's keep talking about anime. I have two questions about anime. Okay. Yes. Does Pokemon count? Does porn count? Yes. Yes, yes and, and, yes. Yes and double counts. yes. Yeah. Well, yes and sometimes double yes. <laughs> um, in that case, I love anime. <laughs> Nothing makes me feel, gives me like a better shallow like morality rush than watching anime porn because... <laughs> I guess like technically no one was harmed in the making of this film. It's just voice actors and animators getting work. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that so good? I, I mean, technically everyone got paid that day. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. I you know what? 
it turns out they're oh. just stealing a bunch of people's work. No, because, like, all right, this is dark. But, like, you know how, like, there's a lot of young women who move down to Florida to be part of the, like, porn industry mm-hmm. that's thriving in America. And a lot, there's, like, a lot of horror stories about them not getting paid because they don't know how to properly advocate for themselves sure. and stuff like that. I could just imagine someone, like, answering a Craigslist ad like yeah I'm trying you know here's my reel I'm trying to get my voice acting career off the ground and they just like lock you in a room and they're like alright you're gonna do this voice <laughs> acting they probably find a way to make it terrible and creepy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Trixie the line is Itsu Takimas. <laughs> say it right or no food <laughs> Now I wonder, like, do you think that the, like, now that I know all this stuff about, like, the wage issues of of animators in Japan, like, I wonder if the animators of hentai are better or worse off than, like, live-action porn actresses. I think it depends on the country. I just hope hope that there's not some artist someday that has, like, a shed filled with a bunch of people making anime porn in his backyard, like, and people are gonna be like, well, you gotta use some good songs, though. Like... But you gotta separate that. I mean, yes, the anime porn, they weren't gay, but, but I believe I can fly. <laughs> but that... I don't think anyone's getting kidnapped. I think there's too much work involved in animating. Yeah. There's just too much work. Too much gear. You there's need too much gear. stuff. You need gear. I mean, less stuff than there used to be, but yes. Still a lot If of stuff. you're watching the classics, <laughs> <laughs> classics, you know, Satan fucks you type. I remember the really famous anime hentai was like, it's like the devil and he has a very big dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go out on him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was definitely made in the 90s when they were still doing actual cell animation. Yeah. Wait, so. are you just talking about like Xavier, Xavier the, the fallen angel or whatever, oh, that like show? Angel. Isn't, doesn't the devil have like a huge dick in that show? Isn't that a thing? Oh, I worked on that show. Were you on that yeah. show? I was their production intern. And- <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That show was sick, but I just I thought I remember there was being a big dong on that show. Yeah, Does the devil was. have a big dick in real life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, it's fucking huge. It's actually kind of a problem. That's like why <laughs> he has trouble, you know, taking lovers and like people expect the devil to really like ram it and be really aggressive and like he feels really self-conscious about that because, like, maybe sometimes he just wants to make love, you know? Uh, actually, uh, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to put my goat pants back on. I'll see you later. <laughs> so, uh, Pokemon. Let's talk about Pokemon Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of Pokemon growing uh-huh. up. Um, I loved that. It was very simple. Like, it, it wasn't too, you know... I was young enough that it's, like, I appreciated, like, the simplicity of it. It's just, like... They're going somewhere. They get into a battle. Who's going to win the battle? Yeah. One of two people, maybe three. <laughs> who, who's you know your guys? The, yeah, like, who are who your are guys? Your Pokemans that you. I like? love uh, Charmander. Right. I love the idea of a baby dragon. Um, a furry, like a furry baby dragon. Charmander's like furry, right? I don't oh. think so. I think he's scaly. You you imagine him as scaly? Yeah. yeah I imagine yeah. like a seal texture. Ooh, like <laughs> oh yeah, like I can see that. Short hair. Like, yeah, just, like, slick. <laughs> well, wait, is it now Jurassic? He's, like, damp a little bit. That's why. Because the end of his tail's on fire. Yeah, so, so fur would be Why is the rest of his body not on fire? He's got to be slicked down. Well, yeah. 
But science says that after analyzing Charmander bones, Charmander had feathers. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing better. Beep, beep. (laughs) Choo, choo. Where are the rails? (laughs) Who who else? Who are your other guys? Um, I loved Bulbasaur. There's nothing better for a kid than Pokemon because it's just like a bunch of teddy bears come to life, but like super badass. Yeah. Um... And uh, I liked, uh, who else did I like? I liked Pikachu. I could go for some like classic Pikachu. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're naming all like the bangers right yeah. now. I respect that. Yeah. You yeah, like the, the Ash team. The yeah. big three. <laughs> <laughs> Megadeth, Metallica, Charmander. <laughs> you know, the guys, the fucking kings of this shit. Uh, uh, speaking of badass teddy bears, I just watched that new Netflix show. Um, oh, the Riakuma show? Yeah. I cried. Wait. It's really good. So they gave, so Riakuma has been my favorite for a long time. Uh-huh. He's a Sanex character, which like Sanex is like, it's like Sanrio. It's like just like a character company where mm-hmm. you could buy like little pencil cases and stuff. And he's been my favorite because it, his whole thing is he's relaxed bear. Yeah. So he likes sleeping and eating pancakes. Um, Which he burns. He doesn't know how to cook them. Yeah, I have a lot of shit with him on it. And so (laughs) when I was uh, self-medicating because of my moon time last night and I saw that that show is on, they just added this claymation show where this like lady trying to find herself, this like frumpy office lady. Dude, it's intense. Is living with these... Two teddy bears and their bird friend eating pancakes, feeling ways about stuff. Um, they cried at one point, and then I started crying. Yeah, dude, me too. And then I cried, and it woke my boyfriend up, and he started crying because he loves Ryakuma. And like the three of us are just crying over this fucking bear. It's a good show. Is that is it one of those shows where it's like, because I've heard Steven Universe thrown out as one of these two, where it's like, it's all about feelings. It's way it's, simpler than Steven Universe. There's yeah. no like lore or anything. You just sure. like watch it and they just like and it's like even more of a kids show than Steven Universe, but it also has like an ASMR quality where you're like, "Wow, look at this nice soft world." Yeah. <laughs> but like this is uh I guess spoiler alert for anybody who's going to watch the first episode, but like the the plot of the first episode is that she's like got this apartment with these cute chill teddy bears and then she's like setting up this picnic that she and her friends have every year and she's like really excited and she like cooks all this food and then her friends all bail on her and she's just at the park like getting text after text of her friends excuses no and then she just like cracks a beer and then goes back to her house (laughs) to chill with her bears that's fucking so sad yeah that is is pretty sad (laughs) especially when you realize that like the bears probably ate the friends (laughs) (laughs) they'll never say a speak a word of it but they both know on some level she suspects it's true dude Ryukuma's huge (laughs) no that sounds very chill it's very chill, and it's yeah. like very upsetting in like a way too real way. Yeah. Oh, it only gets worse. I watched the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been working out because you two talk a lot about it on the show, and I wanted <laughs> to also talk about hurting myself while working out on this show. Uh, also, because uh, 
the three we have done live shows for our other show two minutes and every time we i appear on stage i get sexually aggressive messages in my dm about my thighs for three weeks so i'm like (laughs) let me take control of this a little bit (laughs) anyway so i was watching it while i was working out today and it made me upset (laughs) (laughs) all right should we get into the episode Hey everyone, this is Ska Alex. When I'm not rollerblading to my favorite Ska store, I'm promoting my podcast. I think it would be great if you could support our show by buying into the Patreon, which is a small investment, and you get to hear about great episodes of Dragon Ball GT, which stands for Dragon Ball Cool Trombones. Also, we got t-shirts and shit. Holy fuck. Well, that's it for me. I better slam a zam. The title of this episode is Revenge! Quotation mark F and quotation mark. (laughs) (laughs) A cunning trap is set question mark. A lot of grammar weirdness in that one. Really Uh, important to point it out. It's on the record now. Um, before we get started, uh, since we're uh, here with Lucy Steiner, uh, you know, co-host of our sister podcast, uh, Lucy, how do you think this anime happened? <laughs> <laughs> this anime is like just watching is it's like it's it's like somebody put like a giant game of rock paper scissors together, <laughs> but none of the rules make any sense. There's a fucking there's like an all powerful. Fuck it. I don't know how much you want to get into it yet, but there's an all-powerful goo man in this episode. And there's like and then it's like him versus a rabbit. And like the rabbit loses, but like he does fine for a minute. And I feel like the <laughs> rabbit shouldn't do fine at all. <laughs> the rabbit shouldn't be in the competition. You're not Everybody else is like a god and then there's rabbits. You're not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Um so it opens up by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed with all the oops, too many Davids, but I was not here last week. <laughs> but we open up this episode in a flashback. Uh, what is not Frieza's name? Frost? Frost. Frost from from back in the day. <laughs> Frost is begging Champa. He's basically like, if I come do this tournament... And we win. Please expunge me from my war crimes. And Champa's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) We go back. And uh, Xenos are looking at their god pad. And they go, wow, a lot of people are out. But a lot of people are in. It's as if we need a moment to do some exposition about who is in and out of this competition. (laughs) And then Weiss's dad's like, all right, let's put more numbers in this shit, because Katie loves that. Katie loves numbers. I'm we all know it. Yeah, I, I'm very good at math. <laughs> Dad says, 36 people left. Universe 2 has 6 left. Universe 3 has 7. And then Hot Glasses Kai is like, oh, uh... That Jagoff Jared's still here, though. Better send my Goo Man crew to go fuck up that muscly bitch. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. Six Good life crew. <laughs> six universe and seventh universe still have a bunch. Uh, Beerus. Fourth universe, though. 
They, uh, they only have a few guys left, but we haven't even seen them all. That's some sneaky shit. Tien, I have a line here, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Beerus is like, okay, but like, where are they? Uh, 11th Universe has three left. Then the clown's here, and he says some shit as well. <laughs> yeah. And uh, boy, what a, what a uh, absolute delight it is every time we see the clown you man. Know, you know, honk my fucking nose, huh? You know? <laughs> just put together that the clown is the destroyer for the pride troopers universe so Mm -hmm. there is literally no thematic thread for it at all because at least like i've been kind of like okay maybe you know how they made like the cleopatra lady for the lady universe because she's a lady i'm like okay maybe these choices are deliberate No, it was literally (laughs) like a bingo spinner of shit that that all the writers, you know, you went into those labor practices. They're working OT. Uh, So they are drunk and it's four in the morning. They just like, they're like, I don't know, clown, bunny rabbit, elephant, mouse, put it in the spinner. Okay, let's go. Universe seven. What's up? Fat cat. All right, let's go. That clown is also uh, the killer in Rob Zombie's 1031. It's good to see you got more work. I like to think that that clown is like an old clown who can't do all his fun tricks anymore. So he got a bunch of young acrobats, gave them all the same suit, and they do like fun Harlem Globetrotter shit around him. You know, it's like, I got to vamp up my act. I got to get these youngsters in here. What are oh the, yeah, the pride the, troopers? What would the Harlem Globetrotters of clowns be like? Oh God, this aren't the Harlem Globetrotters clowns by definition? They're the clowns of basketball, but what are the clowns of clowns? <laughs> Ask yourself. Oh Lord, <laughs> I'd say the Washington Generals are the clowns of basketball. Hey. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You've seen their record? Uh, oh. Whoa. Oh. Does anyone have any ointment for this burn? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was going to go on a whole tangent, and then I just I just had to treat all these burns. <laughs> oh, sorry. Clown. We were talking about the clown. Oh, clowns. Clowns of clowns. The clown says some shit. So we got the pride troopers. It's uh, <laughs> Top, Bunny Man, and that dirty bitch Jared. Uh, <laughs> they're standing in the clearing. Bam, Goo Man's here. Jeremy cheers. He's like, finally. Love, Love Goo Man. He's here. Love my Goo Man. Uh, the bunny does what a justice beam, and Goo has a blast right through him. He's like literally splat against the wall, like one of those little like gummy things you win at uh, ski oh, yeah, ball. Hands. <laughs> yeah, he splat against the window. Death and, shivers. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm I, shivering <laughs> with the, the fear of death. I thought for sure this was gonna be it. Like I, when they set up that like you can't kill anybody in this tournament, I was like for sure someone's going to kill somebody and then that's going to be how they get disqualified. I thought this was going to be it. I thought yeah. for sure. Cause then he like, he splat on the thing and then bunny man goes in to just kick him in the face. Yeah. To just, Justice like, kick. Which, Cause you know, like, that's all that bunnies can do. <laughs> what else can they do? Um, they can chew on you. Casual Alex here. You know how, when you shoot a load on the wall, you kick it. That's what bunny man did. What? That's what he would do. Also, what? Gooey no, guy. No, to be fair, Max has been doing really good 
Alex vibes because he he does gross things when yes. we eat it, and then he'll always spit out a riff that doesn't work, and then get indignant about it. Yeah, yeah. Also, that was a fucking great joke. If you guys look at the character model, looks like cum. He looks like cum. Actually, I would say he looks like um in the. Early 90s, early to mid 90s, Crest had this ad campaign in which the toothpaste became glittery Uh and it was uh, anthropomorphized as glittery blobby blue men with like greaser haircuts and sunglasses and they would like dance around and stuff (laughs) and then they would come to your school like they would give you the toothpaste tubes and play the video on the VHS and like fucking brush your teeth. (laughs) Is is there anything more horrifying than when an advertisement tries to bring a product to life? (laughs) It's always horrifying. I don't yeah I don't need it to have a personality. Like I don't need my laxative to have like a Sassy catchphrase. <laughs> you know when it worked though was um, Scrubby Bubbles. Scrubby Bubbles. Scrubbing Bubbles. Scrubbing Bubbles. bubbles. The, the, How do you the think that cleaner? worked? <laughs> I don't know. I think I thought it was like, damn, dude, they're living things. They do all the work for you. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and they make them so cute. They look like a Pokemon. Uh, they look like a late, like a later era Pokemon they when remind, they start doing keys and shit. They remind me of potato bugs. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a Pokemon after like several generations of unnatural breeding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, whatever, this is uh, Magneton's uh, fifth. Uh, uh, yeah, he's evolved five times. And this now is he's a scrubby bubble. <laughs> Honestly, like in this uh, capitalist nightmare landscape that we live in, why hasn't there been a Scrubbing Bubbles movie yet? <laughs> <laughs> one bubble just wanted to scrub. From the company of brought you Zendaya is Michi. <laughs> and the Emoji Movie, starring voiceovers by TJ Rapist. It's <laughs> Scrubbing the- Bubbles with uh, fucking uh, you know, uh, Helen Hunt and <laughs> award Academy Award winner Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> I just need you kids to understand all I ever wanted for you is to have a clean toilet bowl to come home to. Whatever, Dad. From the guys who brought you vertical and horizontal integration. Limbo. I was thinking they probably would have had like a Nintendo game, like an like an, like an original NES game from back when they made like the Seven Up Spot game. Oh yeah, shit like that. I love a shitty branded content game. Did right. Anyone play the fucking what was it? It was like Lego Pizza Hut fucking pizza delivery game for like the PS One. It was kind of the best game ever made. Lego you, and Pizza Hut. I think so. Yeah, and it was like you were a bicycle pizza delivery man that ends up. Traveling through space, <laughs> fucking, it was wild. It was cool, man. Uh, anyway, I mean, yo, go off on the Discord if you remember that game, box. <laughs> My favorite was TNC Surf Design made a, a, a Nintendo game, like a cart. I think it was for original. Uh, and you're like, finally, I get to see that monkey surf, man. <laughs> Do you guys know TNC Surf? They made those T-shirts in the '90s where you're like. Cool, that gorilla is on a windsurf board. <laughs> does, it, does it say, like, going bananas under it? or no? yeah, yeah, dog, or it'd be like a shark, but this isn't your mama's shark. He's got a, he's got 
got a green hat on. Dude, there were so many of those weird novelty shirt companies in the 90s. Like the- but TNC Surf Company was... Mama Mia. <laughs> Were they better than like, do you remember like Big Johnson yeah, was one dog. of them? Or like uh, Butt Naked. Butt um, Naked. Yeah, Butt Naked was another one like Big Johnson where everything was just like Butt Naked hockey team. And like the picture is like all these people playing hockey, but they're not wearing pants and their like cartoon butts are out. I want that shirt. Dude, they're so funny. Are their dicks out? No, no, no. They're, they're always what facing away from the camera. they stuck on the ice? That would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're out of business now. <laughs> how would you? How would if the puck hurt, hit you in the dick? Yeah, there's all sorts of oversights here. Well, their 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 commitment to world building was just. Insufficient. That's why they're no longer making butt. And that's shirts. why Big yeah. Dog's here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dog is still around. <laughs> the original meme. Big Dog. If you can't. Get off the porch, you know? <laughs> hey. Okay. I love how Big Dog Sing was just like basically being a cop. It's like, <laughs> get off my porch or you don't want to mess with this justice. Like, <laughs> Big Dog was the original Punisher shirt. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I gotta talk about anime now, I'm sorry. The goo was blasted against the wall. We thought he was dead. But he wasn't, and he tries to suffocate the rabbit, and we're like, this is about to get good. And then we're like, never mind, he's kicked off the level immediately, and that's that. Yep. (laughs) But before he does that, he looks at the goo, and he goes, I don't know what's more twisted, your body or your mind, girl. (laughs) Very sexual line. Yeah. Oh, and then Goo Man turns his hand into scissors. Yeah. Because he's going to fucking cut him. Yeah, because like, years off. Because he was about right. He was actually about to take Rabbit out, and he was going to be like, "Hey, Rabbit, you need to cut it out, and then throw him <laughs> off the ring." But then Jared came and you know, just Jared. Uh, so he gets thrown off the level, and Glasses Kai is like, "How am I supposed to do my research?" I'm like, "Is this your character trait?" Yeah, right. right now? <laughs> <laughs> they just threw that in out of nowhere. They're like. He's got glasses, whatever. You need you'd give him a thing. His thing is that he's wearing glasses and he's really disappointed in me and I'm like kind of annoyed at him, but also I'm like I really need his approval. Uh, so Wait, so is the rabbit still in the tournament? I yes. guess yes. so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cuz he backed fuck? off when Jared jumped in. He's like, "Sorry, I got to go." We cut to Roshi. He's uh if we recall, Roshi almost died several times, and he's hiding, and he's like, I don't have much stamina left. And then uh, right behind him, look out, bitch, it's Frost. Uh, and then Goku's like, I'm still in the show! <laughs> and that's literally we all we see him. He's just like, Roshi! And Roshi's like, uh, uh, he gets uh, punched, they punch each other in the face a little bit, and then Frost uh, slaps him with his tail into a rock. And we're like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> but Mama Mia's... SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does an evil containment on him, and we're like, fuck, that's so cool. He's, but, uh, but he missed or something. Yeah, oh, he Frost, kicked out of it. That was yeah, he kicked yeah. out. He uh, flexed his 
glutes, and he was able to just resist yeah. the pull of the sake bottle. Two count, two count. He was fu- he's he's still kicked in. out. Uh, and then uh, he talks a bunch. <laughs> yeah, Roshi was like, "Let me get my great ball." I'm going to try. You know, you might even need an ultra ball. We're going to need to do a combo catch on this run. If this is stupid damn safari zone, I could only throw rocks at you. (laughs) I love that that was their idea of a more peaceful version of the Pokemon battle. Uh, Hey, uh, why don't you uh, come on down to uh, Uncle Jim's safari zone? Uh, I got a lot of, I got uh, the Tauros. A lot of Tauros in here, like a whole herd of them. The Kang, uh, Kangaroo, Kangas Khan, you know, come on down. Uh, you can't bring your Pokemans in here, but uh, I got a lot of racks, so. <laughs> I never thought about the fact that that was, like, totally not on the level. And the fact that the Pokeballs were probably, like, default, like, 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 defect ones that he got, like, cheap in bulk, like. Yeah, right, no, they, like, the scrap yard. And he's like, oh, uh, and they're Safari Balls. <laughs> You see, I painted a little tree on the top. It's it's like when you can't afford to go to Disney World. <laughs> it's like when we went to Gator World. Yeah, it's like Gator World. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Disney World. Look at this. It's Mickey Alligator. <laughs> Donald Alligator. <laughs> Listen, a lot of our patrons have white supremacy tattoos, but also look at this alligator. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did see somebody with a white supremacist tattoo. Florida don't change, but just having a delightful do. little time on the Gator fucking train. There's like a little train that rides you around the Gator place, and he was just having himself a little time. <laughs> Man, this place is so magical; it almost wants me to recon- make me want to reconsider my whole viewpoint on shit. Uh, you know what? Gators can be in the ethno state. <laughs> oh my god. Is happening. I know. <laughs> well, he used to be like Varg when he decided that guitars weren't white supremacists. Do you think that Varg like was like super stoked about Notre Dame? That's oh, all. Oh, for could, sure. Yeah, that's all I could think about when Dude, Notre Dame was burning. Was. I was yeah, like, he was I'll, fucking stoked. Like, I really wanted to just walk outside and like look at the sky and be like, Varg. <laughs> like, it's at this point that Beerus is like. Get a sense to being ready for that dead old bitch. Uh, and then out of nowhere, it's the boy, Vegeta. Oh, and he's yes. he's like, I'm not saving you. I'm just like stopping by anyway on my way to kill other people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just like in the neighborhood killing. Okay. Uh, Vegeta is horny for a fight with Frost because, as we remember in the original little battle they did, they fought each other, and he's like, <clears throat> he's like, oh, you've gotten stronger, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to fight you. And then uh, Frost tries to pull a fast one. He's like, no, I'm just a weak little baby. I've just been on the run. I'm just so <laughs> weak. And he's like. Why are you talking like that? You're full shit. He's like, you got me. Uh, I am not a weak little baby. Um, actually, I'm quite strong. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. My robot's here. That's right, everybody. Robot is here. Everyone's and, favorite. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Tea kettle robot. You love steampunk. That time it happened in the 90s well she's back the robot's back but don't worry they welded his ears shut so his feelings can't get hurt (laughs) oh Magetta he's so powerful he can boil water in 30 seconds 
Now, Lucy, I feel like we could give you some perspective here. The whole bit with this robot when we first meet him yeah. is that his he, every time you hit him, he gets stronger. But every time you insult him, he gets weaker. Oh, wow. That is such a metaphor for how people are sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All those weird people just like... Like people who are like covered in tattoos, you're like, you're like, I bet you are just like that robot. Yeah, <laughs> uh, truly. I'm trying to make this corpse into a sticker book to protect my weak heart. A sticker book. It's truly my goal. My tattoos are just getting stupider the older I get. The next one I'm getting is a literal. Uh, what was that? It's not an emoji. It's a uh, when you just type it out. An emoticon? I want to get an emoticon. Is on it the me. winky the shruggy face? Guy. I'm going to get the shruggy guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's pretty good. Nice. Pretty and good. I just can't wait to die. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I don't know if that voice actor who plays the older dude, what's his name again? Roshi. Roshi. I don't know if like, the actor is just too good or something, but when the lady was stepping on his arm, I had a little moment where I was like, that's elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I, I love how there's no discernible difference between Frost and Frieza now. Wait, yeah. that's not the same person? No. no. No, Oh, shit. I was thinking they were like, yeah, the, the only, oh, shit. The only difference between Frost and Frieza is a Beyonce song, because Frieza got a halo, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Frieza got a halo. Oh. You know what? When Alex comes back, I'm going to still have Max here, so I have an actual ally in this room. <laughs> it's been the closest I've ever had. On my high five. Say movie? It's a, it's a it's very a, popular song. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, did you watch the Beyonce movie? Oh, did I watch it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, did I right. watch the Beyonce movie? Well, it's only been out a couple days. Yeah. I'm and- give you the, you know, little leeway. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. It's really good. <laughs> yes. But yeah, also, but did like, you watch it within the first 24 hours? <laughs> yeah. Fucking poser. Wait, Jeremy, did you, oh wow, did you just say that in, did you say Beyonce made something really good in a surprise tone? No, I mean. Uh, You're canceled. <laughs> You're canceled. I got the book out. What? We don't need your uh, compliments, okay, Jeremy? <laughs> Beyonce doesn't need my approval. Yeah, Jeremy put on, or no, Beyonce put on the iconic Coachella 2018 show so that Jeremy would. Oh, she got Jeremy's approval. She can, she can quit, Jeremy. You know what, Beyonce, she can retire now. She like calls up Jay Z on the phone and he's just like, "Bay, I haven't heard from him yet." Been listening to Ball Not Super every week. Still won't talk about it. I have two different Patreon accounts. <laughs> Nothing. This is just like when Ryan Adams covered those Taylor Swift songs. Yeah. Thanks for condescending to us. You know what? Uh, new Patreon goal at $100,000. Jeremy will accept Beyonce's art. God. <laughs> well, I just wanted to ask you guys what you thought the budget of the show was. I but, have, you know. I have a weird understand. Like, I, I have trouble with numbers. Like, mm-hmm. If you told me a very large number in money, I don't know if that's a large amount. Like I know, yeah. like I know once you get into like millions of dollars, I don't know the difference when you say like <laughs> I'm sure the budget could feed several countries for yeah. decades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say probably what did they pay her? Because that's the th- That's the, yeah. yeah, it probably was around 20% 
of her fee went to the the went stage. To the staff. Yeah, mm-hmm. staff stage, whatever. Because there's so, a huge staff. I would say it, it in the low, like probably like three, four million. Probably. I was gonna say like ten to twelve. Mm, maybe. It's you never know. Big fucking staff, dude. And those dancers, they're talented. Yeah, they're, they're good. Really good. Those are the best of the best. And they have to memorize a whole two-hour show. I'm more just no just, breaks. I was just more commi- <laughs> like impressed that those like goddamn string players were dancing and shit. Yeah, right. I'm like, you know, I'm sure like when you go to the Philharmonic or wherever the fuck to be a violin player, and someone's like, "Can you dance?" Though they're like, "If I gotta, <laughs> I will do it for Beyonce." <laughs> like, uh, yes, uh, it seems that you can play all of Vivaldi's movements precisely, but. Can I see you back to that ass up? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, let's, let's bring this on the home. top and twerking. Uh fucking uh, d- d- so Vegeta fights Frost and then he, uh, and then he's also fighting the robot and then Roshi tries to put Frost in the containment chamber but he sat sit back on him and Vegeta gets sucked into it and we're like, "Oh no, he's dead forever." But Roshi with his last dying sparkle blast Rips open the bottle. Vegeta comes out blue Gatorade style and fucks up everybody. Yeah, it's really cool. And then oh, and he, Roche, he breaks off his earplug. Yeah, thing he and insults he, the yeah. robot. The robot immediately starts crying. <laughs> he throws the robot off, and Roshi just walks himself off the level so he can go get some rest. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's the, the episode. And then the guitar plays. <laughs> He was like, I'm Vegeta, you ruddy cunt, you stupid metal bitch. I hate you. You suck. You look like you look like a bike I lost and wasn't even sad about. I hate you. You're like a discman. You're always skipping, skipping, skipping. I got an iPod now, you piece of trash. <laughs> he's getting Australian now. I think he's more trish. Australian. Trish. Boy, I hate you. You think that's Super Saiyan 2. This is Super Saiyan 2. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, uh, can I get that coffee with extra sugar? <laughs> <laughs> now, do we? Is there any mythology behind the sad robots? Not <laughs> is really. Is it like a six-year-old girl trapped in an all-powerful machine or something? I wish it was something like that. That would have been so cool if, like, they busted him open and like a little like ghost like flew out and just was like, "Thank you, I'm free." <laughs> you know- you know, I heard Netflix is making a spinoff uh, series for the robot, and he goes to a park and has a picnic, and none of his friends come. <laughs> just sitting, giant robot under a normal-sized tree, just like, toot, toot, toot. Actually, I heard the sad robot is getting a visit from the Fab Five soon. <laughs> so, That's great. It's time it learns healthy masculinity. <laughs> yeah, you know, JVN is just gonna be like, I love what you're doing with your skincare, super shiny and metal. Like, yeah. love it, love it, love it, leave it, love it. But let's talk about why you're covering your ears. <laughs> Karamo's like, toot, toot. <laughs> Karamo's like, you need to realize that you are a strong, anthropomorphic robot. <laughs> I brought you, for some reason, to a dance place to learn about self-confidence. Entity's just like, okay, so these are bolts. (laughs) So what we're going to do is we're just going to take a little bit of oil, not too much, and we're just going to lubricate these bolts. (laughs) Super simple. Please just keep getting getting better. (laughs) We should just... 
all get together and lie about one of us being worse off than we are <laughs> and try and get on that show. We'll just like... Yo, I deadass almost sponsored myself because I saw that they, when they did the episode about the, the, the two black women who own the barbecue shop yeah. and they fixed that lady's teeth, I was like, I need dentistry so bad. <laughs> that was the funniest one. Yeah, I, think. I would wear a French tuck for two weeks if I could get my fucking wisdom teeth out for free. All right, out of seven Dragon Balls, Max? Um, I think... I think a very good episode. I like that Vegeta got pissed. I love to see my boy pissed. Mm. Uh, I'm saying seven out of seven. You know, look at a couple people fell off. There were a lot of beams. Wow. You know, Katie. Uh, I don't feel that strongly about it, but it was like very solid. I don't know if I'm getting desensitized by good episodes. If it's my moon times, and we all know that the moon prefers Super Saiyans and destroys women. <laughs> it gives Saiyans pants while it takes my pants away. Um, but mo- I, I, yeah, I'll give it a six out of seven. It's not a full seven for me. I liked, I, I love evil containment. I like any Frieza's yeah. versions and I like, I like, um, I, I liked it. <laughs> Lucy? Vegeta. So it's seven out of seven Dragon Balls? You're giving it seven out of seven? No, it's, it's out it's of seven? It's out of seven, yes. I'm, all right, I'm going to take off three because the rabbit's dumb. Uh, <laughs> And it's also like propaganda for rabbits being cooler than they are. <laughs> it's just like, they're not fun pets. They just sit there. Yo, as a, a former pet expert, when I, I used to work with exotic animals, I'm just telling you all straight up, don't get pet rabbits. They're bad pets. Yeah. They're hard to take care of. They have a fundamental personality shift when they go through a hormone change after six months. So even if it's a chill <laughs> rabbit when you have it as a baby, it's going to be a dick later. Whoa. And they can't pick them up. People want to pick up your rabbits? You can't. Because you know why? It's a giant neck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, don't have a rabbit as a pet. PSA and like the one thing you want to do with a rabbit yeah. is, it's like, is give it carrots. Yeah, you, and you can't even give them carrots. <laughs> Well, Why can't you give them carrots? Isn't that a thing you like, can't, you're not supposed to like feed them carrots? Well, yeah, you can. I don't know where the fuck you heard that, but like, uh, but they need more than that. <laughs> For too long, people have considered rabbits good pets. They are not good pets, folks. They cannot drink out of a regular bottle of water. They need wood chips to live in, which, uh, may I remind you, are trees, folks, which we need to breathe. No rabbits. 2020. <laughs> no rabbits 2020. Anyway, I didn't uh, mean to cut you off, but yeah. I just need to get that platform out. I <laughs> no, it's okay. It's a good think, PSA. Especially if you have small children, don't buy them a fucking rabbit. That's true. Are you stupid? Yeah, they, they bite <laughs> Anytime too, you cuddle they? Oh, they rabbit. bite like crazy. Oh, yeah, they bite. Crazy teeth. It hurts. Anytime you cuddle a rabbit, you're strangling it. <laughs> That's what, yeah, exactly. Also, why are their feet so big? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Gross. I wasn't going to go there. Their but. feet are so big. It's like, <laughs> ew. Like, excessive much? How, about, come, how come your tail's so small, your feet so big? Huh, rabbits? Explain it. <laughs> Who's That's swiping? how I feel. Who's swiping? Who's swiping? Folks. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to add on another star because I, I think the robot's backstory is cool. Uh, <laughs> the one so, that we made up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm giving it uh, five out of seven <laughs> Dragon Balls. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Katie. 
Uh, six out of seven. I think it was pretty fucking good. A lot of lot of beanies. But uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm 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 gonna say that I'm I'm taking one point off for the unforgivable sin of eliminating Goo Man. <laughs> I want I wanted Goo Man to win the whole fucking tournament. Yeah, justice Real for Goo Man. Go justice for Goo Man. Um, I, I can. Oh, but we did seven out of seven. I can Dragon reduce Ball. my score if you want to skip the so, bit. You know what? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Since we got seven out of seven Dragon Balls. My Shenron. Who's no. Max's Shenron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shenron. Uh, hello, how's everyone doing? Uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm real sad about what happened to Goo Man. Just watch. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of the show too. Me, Shenron. Hey, Shenron, why do you sound like Beetlejuice today? <laughs> because uh, they're lucky enough to get Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, you think he's in the founder all the time? Michael Keaton is Shenron, hello. Unmask, mask off, bitch. I'm Shenron, who's Michael Keaton? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Shenron, uh, not, famous not Alex, Max Ogle, gave the show 7S7 Dragon Ball, so he has a little wish. No, 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 no. Out of courtesy, we give our wish to our guest, Lucy Steiner. One wish to the almighty Michael Keaton. (laughs) (laughs) The eternal Michael Keaton. You know, it was Obama that told me to get back into making movies. Is that true? Yeah, I went to a dinner, and he was like, you know, you're my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking true. needed Birdman? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first one after I came out of my retirement. Anyways, Lucy! One wish? I can wish for anything? Yeah. Anything, yeah. Will you kill all the rabbits in the world with your bare hands? They're fucking dead. It would be a pleasure. I'm Michael Keaton. <laughs> well, Batman forever. Peace. Woo! <laughs> Bye, Michael Keaton. Wow, that was magical. <laughs> yeah, you know, you never know who's going to stop by during the Tournament of Power. Man, you know who I'd like to meet is Michael Keaton. Oh, damn, Max, you were in the bathroom for you a long time. You just missed it, dude. Yeah. Damn. It's like one of those classic New York moments where like, you're like not sure if you want to like say anything to him or whatever, but like he granted us a wish. Yeah, two subways passing in the night. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, only in New York, man. When you see the love of your life in that train, it's the other train and you don't have service, so you can't try and match with them on fucking Grinder. <laughs> Hi, I'm Taylor Swift. This has been an ad by the New York City Tourism Council. And as New York's ambassador, I say, come, move here. It's easy. <laughs> favorite one of those is um, on the Long Island Railroad they used to have Alex Baldwin just being like hi I'm Alec Baldwin mind the gap <laughs> <laughs> alright bye <laughs> do we have an email it's time for Dragon Bay. give me some of that Dragon All right, this is from Joel Dreyer. Okay. Title of email, The Most New York Anime. Uh Uh-oh. Hello, ballers. It is I, 
the Saiyan phrenologist and ranked number 37 fan of the pod, Joel. Where's the ranking? <laughs> <laughs> Who's making the ranking if it's not me? <laughs> so, vegan jewels. <laughs> Name to the list of people to kill KRL. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard from Vegan Jules in a long time. <laughs> I wonder if he still maintains that list. Oy All I know is that I was number 69 on it, dude. You were number 69? Yeah, dude. It was pretty nice. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was I was number 97, I think, and then I, I posted about how dumb it was, and then I dropped off the list. See, I would always bring Vegan Jules muffins. So <laughs> I'd be like, hey, vegan, you want a vegan muff? Vegan muffin? You want one? His first name is Vegan. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm writing to ask you city folk, what anime have you folks ever seen that capture that best captures New York City? NYC gets a fair bit of representation in anime because it's famous and stuff. For my money, the OAV series Mad Bull 34 gets the most right about NYC. Mad Bull 34 is about gonzo police brutality, Italian mafia cyborg killers, and of course, the evil kamikaze Chinese mafia. That's a weird combination of things. The kamikaze were a Japanese thing. Uh, it's terrible, and the lack of morals and good taste in this anime will leave even the most powerful of warriors shocked to their cores. Super! Um, um, my experience, I don't think I've really seen any anime that takes place in New York. I guess the two that I can think of mm-hmm. is that in one of the Digimon movies... That's what I was thinking of. They gotta go. <laughs> Doesn't Mamimi, like, isn't she, like, in New York? She's and, in Times Square, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that For, was... For, like, a brief moment, I and think I, she, like, takes a phone call and she's in New York. Yeah, that was a very big deal to me when I was a child. Because <laughs> I'm like, she's where I am, but that's a Japanese thing. The quality of animation is movies way higher than the show. I'm confused. Moshi Moshi, uh, I'm in New York. Yeah, because she travels. She went abroad. And then the other one is uh, on Funimation's, uh, like, the fucking app. I watched a show, and forgive me, I have no memory of what it's called, but I wanted to watch it because the plot is, um, it's about these kids in Tokyo starting a band. It's about like rock and roll and friendship, but mm-hmm. like it has a very strange perspective. So there's this kid that these other two are kind of following around because they heard that he was in bands and stuff and he wanted to start a new band, so they're, like, fascinated with him, right? Yeah. And they're like, we hear that you used to live in New York, and he's like, he keeps bringing it up, and they get in a fist fight, like, with some randos outside of a club, and he's like, I've seen my friends die, man! I'm from New York! (laughs) But, like, this show is taking place, like, in current time, so (laughs) it's implying that, like, New York Times Square is still like the 70s where yeah. people are just like shooting at each other and shit. I was like, I don't get the... Uh, They're point. asthmatic. There's a lot of dust. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, long story short, I don't know really yeah. any anime. Digimon but, movie. Yeah. Um, Max, you got one? I would say fucking Neo Yokio because... Oh, in, yeah. Because in real... It's not really anime. It's American, whatever. Uh, but <laughs> in real New York, the only people that matter are fucking rich people and the rest of us live in cities and our faces are badly animated. <laughs> Dude, Neo Yokio rules. I love that yeah, shit. Dude, that good. shit is actually very good. Uh, <laughs> I love I, it. I've got a pull. Uh, um, Jump Force. Is that an anime? It's an anime video game that we played on stream. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, it's not a show. Did it have a New York level? 
the only level is, is Times Square. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you fight in like a beautifully detailed rendering of Times Square. You know, I love that. Oh, yeah, in front and they of have the TKTS, the TKS booth. booth, but the, it's like weirdly malformed. What yeah. the fuck was that? It's fucking weird. See, I like that because now in fiction, I believe that you're not actually fighting with the characters, you're fighting with people who are impersonating the characters. <laughs> yeah, like an off brand Naruto costume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five dollars for a picture, six for your kids. Yeah, and the d- the dad's like, "Oh, you want to get a picture with Naruto?" And he's like, "Legally, I have to inform you that my name is Naruto." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy, um, you go. <laughs> I would definitely say, "Babe, Pig in the City." Uh, <laughs> it's a great commentary on uh, police misconduct. <laughs> Yeah, I dated a girl once who watched Babe Pig in the City, and apparently there's a their parent. She described me in great detail a scene where there's like a wheelchair dog, yes, in Babe Pig in the City, and he gets knocked over and splashed by a car, and she's like, I can't even talk about it without crying. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, we're gonna date for like years, aren't we? <laughs> uh. Working out our personal business on the podcast. All right, plugs, Max. Um, if you listen to this this week and are in New York Thursday night at Union Hall, uh, Thirst Trap with me and Anya Volz, uh, 9, 8 p.m.? I don't know. I'll have the link in my bios. At uh, Max underscore Ogle on all the stuff. Thank you. Katie? Last time I was at that venue was two years ago to watch Turquoise Jeep perform. Comedy band Turquoise Jeep from YouTube. <laughs> Who plays my favorite song? Uh, Treat me like a pirate, so give me that booty. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. And um, if I decide to do comedy again, that's where I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lucy? open to the idea sometimes. <laughs> Depends where the moon cycle is. <laughs> Lucy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Steinbag. And I also have a podcast that I'm very excited about uh, with a fellow comedian and my lover, Ray Kump. It's called Our Love is Disgusting. Uh, we talk about cum a lot. <laughs> and uh, I recently told a story on there about a fantasy of mine that involves a clockwork orange style gang and the cabin of an old man who chops wood all day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to find out more, look us up at Our Love is Disgusting on iTunes or YouTube. It's good. You won't regret it. Or maybe you will, in which case I apologize. <laughs> I fucking love everything about that. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder and uh, check out Pod Minutes to Cast Night. Our most recent episode is our interview with Spider Zombie. Oh, yeah. From Power Guys Man 5000. Got him? Yes. Oh, yeah. We did. Fucking weird. He berates us a lot. Yep. And he, I think he really wanted to get some stuff off his chest, and I have an asthma attack the entire time. He gave and, us a talking to. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, the reviews are in on Twitter, and people find me insufferable. <laughs> but yeah, check out the episode. It's really good. And it's uh, really good. I'm. I, yes. And uh, yeah, the, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Alex, come home! Where are you? Are you safe? Uh, welcome back to Max and Katie's um, Cool People Corner. Um, oh, so cool, and so little talk about 
public infrastructure. transportation <laughs> infrastructure. Just other bullshit. Oh, God. Uh, um, you know, how, how about uh, a, a beep, 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 all aboard. We're talking thrifting, folks. Uh, uh, I love thrifting. Where to find all the good good finds. You got to go to the suburbs sometimes. You got to go to the... New York City's tapped out. And uh, can I say it, folks? Yeah. Overpriced. It's overpriced. They know what they have. They you got to go to the burbs. You got to take a day trip. You got to go... You know what? You know what I love? You what? know what I love the smell of? Hmm. Dust. <laughs> That's how you know you're finding the good stuff. Is when you walk in, you're like, ooh. It smells like old books. Yeah, this is dirty. Mm, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so we were just talking about trains. 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 Oh, I love intersections.